Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain, the podcast. This is Norhadi, your host. Today's topic is about how important the supply chain for developing small-medium enterprises. And truly honor, I can interview now one of the famous entrepreneurs in Southeast Asia, Lisa Klang. She is the CEO of technological company uh, Spandless Cosmetic Beauty Network that scale across 14 countries globally. Last year, in 2019, Lisa backed the award as Asia's Greatest CEO awarded by URS and Asia Award. Wow, just wonderful. Please welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you very much, Hadi, for having me. It's my pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So before we get in, into today's topic, Lisa, can you please introduce yourself, your professional background, and what kind of businesses that you are running now? Um, great. My name is Lisa Klang. I'm based in Singapore. So I've been an entrepreneur of a tech company the last three years. And uh, overall, the business that started from Singapore is now globally supplying beauty resellers and beauty merchants in more than 14 countries. In fact, this year, we are going to expand into 10 more countries into Central, Central Asia market as well as the Arabian region. So what we do is our technology allows beauty, beauty merchants to list their beauty products so that they can tap on influenza, social media influencers, as well as online resellers and distributors without the hassle of tracking down this uh, person individually because we carry a large network of online resellers and we train and incentivize and motivate them as well. So as for me, I own, I'm into business. So I have been doing business uh, since 10 years ago, but usually in the brick mm. and mortar. And then I became an investor at some point where I invest in a lot of small growing companies before I eventually went into tech in 2016. I'm also a guest lecturer in many universities and I have been speaking at many international business summits, usually about personal branding and entrepreneurship. Ah, That's about me. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, Lisa, in my observations, uh, many uh, small medium enterprises are not taking supply chain systems seriously. And I think as a result, they make losing the market share, for example. So how do you see that, uh, Lisa? Um, I think that small business owner doesn't pay enough attention to the process of delivering the products, which is the logistic process, mm. local or international. The problem is as their business grow, it becomes a factor they need to take serious attention because when your business grow, at the end of the day, you're servicing more customers, you're moving more products and you start venturing into international cross-border movement. And when you do that and you do it at a slow process because naturally, you know, business owners are not naturally the best in supply chain process because they don't have the affiliate and network. So yeah. when they do it manually themselves, they lose out in giving customers the best shopping experience. Products can be delayed. It becomes cost. It's no longer cost effective. It's costing a lot more money. So products doesn't get to further places or more orders. So if they don't pay attention to supply chain, how they can eliminate the process, making it more seamless for the customer to get their product after purchase, then they're losing out on market share because their competitor will be using a very comprehensive supply chain support and be able to service the same community of customers faster.
stop. So they should concentrate on making that logistic process more seamless. Mm. Yeah. And also as uh, like a business owner, what is your experience with supply chain? Do you think it's really beneficial for implementing a full cycle of supply chain for SMEs? Uh, I I was reading up a little bit about this and based on my understanding supply yeah. a full supply chain is actually quite some process there's several components you're talking from the beginning of sourcing marketing distribution uh, you also have production sometimes uh, as well as of course logistics warehousing pick packing and of course freight uh, but at the end process I don't think every SMEs need to utilize a full supply chain it really depends on the industry the products as well as the delivery a lot of SMEs don't use the full supply chain is because they want to take control of their own production or their way of marketing. So they don't necessarily need a full supply chain to handle their distribution because they build their own community to be distributed to. So usually SMEs adapt a supply chain only to cover the part of warehousing, pick packing as well as logistics movement, international and local deliveries. But I think that there could be some products if people find out that there are some supply chain companies that's able to provide everything based on the industry and the product of the SMEs. The SMEs should consider that by outsourcing their production, manufacturing, uh, research, all to a full supply chain to to manage it for them. Okay, interesting. So my, yeah. my, in my personal experience is we only use supply chain only for the part of logistics. Part so of logistics. we have never, yeah, we never use the full supply chain because we mm. want to take control of the product we produce and we change product every three months as well as we want to be direct uh, contact with the community yeah. for distribution. So we don't uh, use unless it's only for warehousing and distribution. Ah, I see. And then uh, come to the next question is, uh, let's say we have a we, we a new SME, for example. For initial stage, which part of our supply chain we need to focus on? I think from the initial stage already, um, I encourage SMEs to be very ambitious. That means yeah. sometimes, you know, SMEs, they focus a lot on local market, but not knowing that local market probably is saturated for their kind of product. So they need to think outside the box and start talking about international market penetration. Then they need to work out about logistics that allows them to do cross-border seamlessly. Now, cross-border, as you know, there's import duty, there's tax, there's also licensing. So, for example, like makeup going to countries, there's special licenses that, you know, authorized supply chain companies is able to handle. So, because of this limitation, SMEs doesn't know that. They don't have the license. They feel that they are not capable to venture uh, business outside of their local jurisdiction. So, my, my um, recommendation is, they should focus on understanding how international cross-border works and how the right affiliate partner that handles their logistics, their movement, will be able to help them, save them in terms of taxes, warehousing, and stuff like that. Because I think they don't even know where to store goods that's duty-free. They don't even know what is the average tax received for a certain product in different countries. They don't know what kind of licensing is needed for exportation and importation. So that's why I think they should be focusing on understanding how global logistics works and how supply chain companies can help them solve the problem without them having to do the paperwork themselves. Okay, interesting. And this will be our last question today is, Lisa, how to empower the SMEs in improving their supply chain? Um, actually, I think when it comes to empowerment, I strongly believe there should be more education going out there. So in terms of like what you did, 
podcasts, in terms of more written articles, in terms of government, for example, coming up with courses that explains to people about supply chain. You know, it should be in every government interest to encourage their local product to be shipped overseas, right? Because it's, it's money is for the economy. So, but if the people locally are not knowledgeable enough about supply chain, cross-border logistics, then in that case, the government is losing out of their local good quality product to be used by consumers outside the country. So I think that in terms of empowerment, there should be more knowledge going around. Like I said, when I first started out as my business as well, we never focused on supply chain because we thought, ah, oh, we can do everything ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't realize that once the quantity becomes 10 to hundreds to thousands that we have to ship, it becomes not mm-hmm. cost effective anymore. So we're losing more money. We're paying for a warehouse that we don't fully utilize. We don't have a um, state-of-the-art system to monitor inventory. And so that way we lose money in the long term as our business continues to grow. So growing is a good thing, but then we are leaking money elsewhere because we don't take care of the factors of cost in terms yeah. of warehousing logistics. So I think that education is very, very necessary and not just from mm. knowledge foundation, but like what you did, you get experience from people who knows or specialize in this area to share information. So businesses like us can really learn how it works for other companies and maybe it will apply the same to our company as well. Wow. Okay. So thanks, Lisa, for sharing with us today and see you next time. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.